Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. I hope you're having a great day. Got a lot to get to, but real quick, make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Also, don't forget today's episode is presented to you by the great people over at Sugar Fire in Westminster. If you're looking for a great barbecue joint, that, that's the place you need to go. 144th and Orchard Parkway up in Westminster. I'll tell you more about them in a little bit. Also, big thanks to Superbook Sports Colorado. I'll tell you more about them here in a quick second. But real quick, giving you a quick preview of today's show. Another reason to hate TikTok. And it all revolves around cooking food on a plane. But where they cook it? Just makes your jaw drop. Uh, more weird stuff from from people trying to smuggle shit onto airplanes. I, I don't understand you people. Sex toy shopping leads to violence in Oklahoma. <laughs> I bet that's been uttered millions of times in Oklahoma. Oh, yeah, another uh, sex toy violence uh, story. <laughs> Classic Oklahoma. Uh, hope is alive for the Denver Broncos, so that's good. Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, you know, Patrick Mahomes, he uh, pulled a big hissy fit after the loss to the Buffalo Bills yesterday, and he is becoming the biggest baby in all of sports. We'll get into that, but first, win a trip to the biggest football game of the year, courtesy of Superbook Sports. Superbook is going to fly you and a friend to Las Vegas for February's championship game. They're going to also give you two tickets to the game plus a three-night hotel stay. Are you freaking kidding me? That's amazing. All you have to do is place a $25 same-game parlay between now and January 7th, and you're automatically entered to win. So wager and win a super trip to Las Vegas, courtesy of Superbook Sports, superbook.com for terms and conditions. And if you got a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Let's go! Let's go! Now, here are the headlines. <laughs> oh boy, another another annoying TikToker making some waves. I saw this and I, I just, if I was there, I'd punch the guy in the face. Although he seems so happy, it would make me feel bad. But ultimately, as I go through this, I would hope that you'd be on the same page with me. Although you would you know, pull yourself back and go, okay, violence isn't the answer. I'm just going to give him a stern talking to, okay? An annoying TikToker, quote-unquote chef, has created a decent following for posting videos of himself cooking food in bathrooms. Yeah, bathrooms. Because when you think of a good place to get a clean, you know, hygienic, you know, atmosphere for, for food, it's the bathroom where people drop deuces nonstop. And half the people just don't even wash their hands. They just go in there, touch everything, and then leave. This guy has made pizza and ribs as long, uh, and along with a whole bunch of other stuff in, in bathrooms. Kind of impressive when you think about it, I guess. Well, his latest stunt has him making, as he called it, mile-high bathroom garlic shrimp and mash. This stuff irritates me. It irritates me. I'm not even going to say the guy's name because it bugs me. And the fact that half the people that follow him are like, dude, you are a hero. You're a god, man. The other people are like me, and they're like, what are you fucking doing? This is what he wrote on, on his video. With two six-volt batteries 
wired in series to an immersion beverage heater, one can get water scalding hot quickly. Raw shrimp will only need a few minutes. Adding instant mash to the shrimp water adds some extra flavor. Garlic, butter makes everything go better. So he's literally cooking this in the sink. I imagine he wipes it down. I imagine he does. But that being said, still wouldn't trust it. Still wouldn't trust it. It's disgusting. There's, a, there's a, several things that you need to look at in, the, in this situation. One, he's a dick. <laughs> okay? Anybody that decides, you know what I'm going to do? Let's go make some shrimp in the fucking airplane bathroom. That sounds like a great idea. Any bathroom is disgusting. <laughs> okay? So you got cleanliness. That's an issue. Also, one of the first things that popped in my head, because I don't know how often you fly, but it seems like every time I fly, there's a constant line for the bathroom. Somebody's always needing to use the bathroom. So while he's in there playing Susie Homemaker or whatever in the, in the sink, in the bathroom, there's somebody out there that is borderline ready to piss themselves. Uh, unacceptable. <laughs> Put them on the no-fly list. I'm joking, of course, but, but, kind of not. Because it is rude, it's disrespectful, and if I had to go really bad, oh my God, I'd be furious. It smells lovely outside this restroom. What did that guy eat? Then you go in there and he's, you know, realize that he only cooked shrimp in the fucking sink. It's ridiculous. Also, it's kind of concerning because, like, what he's talking about, obviously, this guy's a very intelligent individual. I mean, he at least has some electrical knowledge. He just, he, he's smart enough to be smarter than me. So good for him. But the fact that he was able to heat up water so quickly using you know, the immersion beverage heater, whatever the fuck that is. But he has that. He had that along with some other things, and nobody even batted an eye at security going through the airport. That's kind of concerning, but not surprising. Listen, only a few episodes ago, I was defending the TSA for the, the random bullshit that they have to deal with. But then in this situation, I'm like, how does that not draw some concern? Like, what are you doing with all these batteries and then, you know, this heater, this blah, blah, blah. And they're like, yeah, you know, what? it's fine. Just let them go through. <laughs> it's so crazy. I've had that when I've gone through the airport with all, all my radio equipment, broadcast equipment, and they don't even bat an eye. There's like, it's funny because you could see the, the x-ray and there's like wires. There's all this shit. They don't even like stop to stare at it. They just let them go. And it wasn't just me. There was all these other radio people uh, surrounding me, and they did the same thing to their stuff. And it's like, okay, one of these people you probably can't trust. They're radio people. You never know. They could go sideways very quickly. Maybe go through that just to make sure there's nothing horrible in there. It's, a, it's annoying. What do you think about this? One, it's creative. I, I have to applaud him for that. And, and good for him on that. And I'm sure he's making some good money now via TikTok because he's exploding and he does these weird things. I don't agree with it as far as, dude, you're disrupting everybody else. It's a dick move. 
And also, it's kind of on the same line as those people that reheat fish in the office, in the microwave. You ever had that? Where somebody's like, ah, we, we, uh, we had some trout last night. And I was just going to eat that up with some, uh, some potatoes, blah, blah, blah. The next thing you know, you're like, what is that fucking horrible smell? <laughs> oh, that's Todd. He decided to, you know, reheat all his leftovers from last night. Oh, we should kick Todd's ass. <laughs> we should. We should. Oh, my God. So am I being overjudgmental on this? I just find it so freaking rude. Could you imagine? Like, especially if you're like really bursting at the seams, you need to use the restroom. And then you come to find out that there was a guy wasting it. I, I don't care if it's two minutes. Don't care if it's two minutes to cook that shrimp. That's two minutes that I could have been relieving myself. Or, you know, God forbid, if like a, an older person or a, a little kid needed to use the, the restroom, people that have a hard time holding it. I can hold mine like a champ. But not everybody can. Or and then, you know, what if what if you got some food poisoning before you got on the plane? That's all I'm saying. But if you found that out and he comes out, and he's like, uh, I just made shrimp in the bathroom. <laughs> Look at me, fellas. <laughs> I'm gonna post this TikTok. <laughs> like people will be looking around, and be like, is it okay to hit him? Can we hit him? What if we all hit him and then we all vowed to not say anything? <laughs> not saying that don't do that do not hurt this man he doesn't deserve it but he does deserve to get you know <laughs> tripped i don't know <laughs> trip him trip him be like if you see him at the grocery store and he's reaching for a bag of chips just go over there just grab all the chips put them in your bag and then walk away and then be like ha that's what you get for making garlic shrimp in a bathroom on an airplane justice served and then nobody gets hurt, right? Oh, that would just drive me nuts if that happened. <laughs> I feel like it, this comes in waves where it seems like we always have stories about people trying to smuggle stuff in. There's a lot of crazy stories on the airplane, like that last one with the, the shrimp. Well, as I, I'm digging around, I see this woman was recently arrested for trying to smuggle a spiny black sea cucumber in her luggage. If you don't know what a sea cucumber is, they look like penises. It's the penis of the sea. It seriously does. <laughs> it's freaking bizarre. Well, she's trying to smuggle a whole bunch of these in, in her luggage. She has them like wrapped up in clothes. Like, nobody's going to notice this is a penis. I mean, sea cucumber, my apologies. <laughs> so she's trying to smuggle a whole bunch of them because apparently these can be worth a lot of money. And it, it, it's interesting because the variety of sea cucumbers, which I had no, I never even thought about or have I, maybe that's what my dream was about. It was sea cucumbers, not penises. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, um, some of these sea cucumbers can be worth thousands of dollars each where some can only go for $10 a pop. So you, you can see the wide variety. And if, if it's in demand, people are going to try to smuggle it in. That's just the way it goes. And by the way, this spiny black sea cucumber, it's like a regular dick just with a bunch of spines on it. It's spined for somebody's pleasure. Okay? But could you imagine being the x-ray tech 
as that goes through security. Because this happened down in, I believe, in Miami. Shocker. Florida. And you're just like, you're scanning a log. Everything looks normal in this suitcase. And be like, whoa, 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 whoa. Is that a suitcase full of dicks? <laughs> it's literally a bag of dicks. <laughs> uh, I don't have anything else to say about that story. It's just one of those things where it's like, come on, man. And you know that's just going to screw up the whole security line, too, because they're going to be like, oh, well, we got to shut down this line, move her over here. She's got a bag full of dicks, because that's what everybody's going to assume it is at first. They're going to be like, I don't know if it's dildos, uh, if she's a serial killer and she collects these from her victims, you know what I'm saying, or what? Nobody's thinking sea cucumbers, <laughs> nobody, until they open it up, and they're still baffled. They're like, what the f is, what? Huh? <laughs> oh, good times. <laughs> In a related story, Christie's Toy Box in Oklahoma is a sex shop. <laughs> I'm going to say this name wrong, but it's the name of the town or city, whatever. Potawatomi uh, Sheriff's Commander David DeWitt took his wife shopping for a new sex toy. Well, good for them. Good for them. Now, as they're shopping along, the husband, DeWitt, was pissed off when his wife picked up some items that were, quote-unquote, bigger than him. I don't know if they mean, like, height-wise <laughs> or length-wise. Not sure. I'm going to go with length, but you never know. You never know. The clerk says DeWitt told his wife she didn't need fake penises that could put him to shame and allegedly raised his hand as if to backhand her. Oh, that's not funny. The clerk says he stepped in between them at that point and asked DeWitt to leave the store, but he allegedly barked back, Fuck you, I'm a cop! <laughs> okay. Then violence allegedly broke out when DeWitt and his wife were checking out and that same clerk asked if they wanted to buy any batteries for their new device. That's when DeWitt allegedly yelled, What the fuck did you say to me, fat boy? <laughs> what a dick. And then uh, the clerk says he told DeWitt to get out of his face, and that's when DeWitt jumped behind the counter and repeatedly punched him, punched him in the face and ribs, tossed a bunch of merchandise around the store, and left in a convertible Bentley. I just think that that's funny in a sense. It's fucked up, but funny because it's like, I just imagine like he's punching him in the face and then the ribs. And then all of a sudden he just like starts hitting him with a giant dildo. I just think that would be hilarious. If you're going to do it, do it. If you get in a fight at a sex shop, isn't that something that you would want to do? Like it would be, I, I know it sounds funny. It's horrible. The guy's a dick and he deserves to go, go to jail. But if I ever get in a scuffle, at a sex shop and say it's with you, we're throwing down lightsaber style. You grab a dildo, I grab a dildo, and we're just going to be <laughs> whoever gets smacked in the face loses. <laughs> Scott, what happened? You got a mushroom bruise on your cheek. <laughs> oh, one of those again, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. DeWitt was booked for misdemeanor assault 
and has been suspended without pay pending an investigation. I get it. That that'd be kind of humbling if you're if your significant others are like, whoa, I could use something like this. And you're like, what do you mean you could use that? Well, let's be honest. <laughs> you got a sad little wiener. <laughs> and be like, oh shit, reality hit me right in the right in the penis. Gosh, dang it, man. All right. <laughs> oh. I haven't been to a sex shop in forever. Not since I went there when I, I told you when I almost was in a porn. That was freaking crazy. That's one of my favorite stories to tell. <laughs> I need to just make isolate that and just post that. So when people are like, wait a minute, you were almost in a porn? Yeah, I was. Legit. Here's the story. And I'll just repost it every you know couple months. <laughs> Uh, we're going to get into the Broncos winning and the Chiefs imploding. We'll get into that coming up. But first, the holiday menu is out at Sugar Fire in Westminster. You can you need to place your orders uh, by Wednesday, December 20th. That's right around the corner. You can get a whole smoked turkey, whole smoked beef tenderloin. They got dinner packs. Listen, as I'm going through this, think about this. You need to take some time off. You need to relax. That's where Sugar Fire steps in, and they're like, no worries. We got you covered. We'll handle all the cooking. All you got to do, come pick it up. That's it. On, on Christmas Day, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's a lot of great flavors. Like I said, the whole smoked turkey, whole smoked beef tenderloin. You can also get dinner packs. You can get a six-ounce turkey breast with gravy. You got those agratin potatoes green beans, you got uh, caramel pecan applesauce, cornbread with honey butter, you get a choice of pie. You can get all that. You can just do packages if if you want. It's so awesome. You can get all those sides. You can put sides in like a pint. You can get a quart or you can get a gallon. If I could get a gallon of, oh, geez, how about <laughs> those agratin potatoes? A grand potatoes would be great. Give me a gallon, please. Anyway, uh, that would be fantastic. You can get cornbread with honey butter, pan of 12 or a pan of 24. You got to check this out, guys. You can even get a whole chocolate pecan pie. Oh, yes, please. They got you covered, man. You got to check them out. Go ahead, place your order. You can call them at 720-639-4903. Or stop on by, see them in store, it's in, and do it in person. And they're at 144th and Orchard Parkway on the uh, just east of Huron, just west of I-25. Uh, like I said, on the south side of 144th, right next to Snooze. It's really a great deal. You got to check it out. It's Sugar Fire in Westminster, reinventing barbecue every single day. I'll be at Sugar Fire tonight. Oh, my God, I can't wait. Can't wait. Oh, such good food. Uh, Anyway, sidetracked by food. My apologies. The Broncos beat the Chargers last night, and it was pretty impressive. I got to be honest. Now, that being said, Justin Herbert, the starting quarterback for the Chargers, left the game injured. But that being said, the Broncos were, you know, wiping their Wait, they weren't wiping their butt. They were kicking their butt all over the place when Herbert was in there. The Denver defense was the big shining 
light out of this game. They had six sacks by six different players. They stopped the Chargers on every single third down. Twelve times. That's freaking impressive. Now, the Chargers were one of six on fourth down. Still pretty damn good. Pretty damn good. The Denver defense brought the heat. It was nice. There was a lot of blitzes, and they just couldn't handle it. It was great. And that led to a very comfortable win. That being said, the score should have been much larger for the Broncos. And that's because the big concern out of this game is Jerry Judy. I was listening to Schlereth and Evans this morning on denversports.com. And Schlereth, this is what he said about Jerry Judy. I I don't remember how he went into it. But basically, he's just like, uh, Jerry Judy has feet for hands. And it's true. And I can't get that out of my head. Like, Jerry Judy talked all this smack the previous week about not getting the ball, him being wide open, and, and just nobody even sees him. And then he flat out missed a big play. The play got kind of busted up. Judy heads away from the defender towards the sideline. And Russ, uh, that's what I call him. We're best friends, I swear to God. You can't prove that. Uh, throws it to him perfectly on the sideline, and Judy just misses it. Goes like right through his hands. And then later in the game, Russell Wilson finds Jerry Judy in the back end of the uh, of the end zone, and Judy catches the ball, but doesn't even make an effort to drag his left foot. Like caught the ball, boom, walks out of the end zone. Doesn't even make an effort. It's like dude, you forgot you're in the in the pros, bro. This ain't college football the hell when you watch it it's just like he it it was just a lazy attempt like he caught it good for you you caught it those feet actually caught something but your actual feet just didn't know what to do they're like i don't know what to do with my feet (laughs) don't 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 know what to do (laughs) so it, it was really concerning then on the other side of things you got Cortland sutton who's making insane catches like he made an insane touchdown grab as the defender is completely locking in his left arm. He can't use his left arm. It's pass interference. They even called it on the play. But Sutton still grabs the ball, secures it, gets both feet in, blah, 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 gets a touchdown. It's like, come on, man. (laughs) The fuck? (laughs) Am I taking crazy pills? What's happening? The hell? That being said, with that negativity aside, I'm very pleased with what I'm seeing from the Broncos. The offense isn't lighting it up. They're not. But they're on their way. They're getting hot at the right time. They've completely flip-flopped from their first six games. Now their last six games, they were one and five. Now they're five and one. Let's see what they do with the rest of the season. They got the Detroit Lions coming up on Saturday. That's going to be a tough game. But I don't see I don't see the Broncos not being in this game. It should be a close one. But I, I see the Broncos w- walking away victors in this one. And if that's the case, 
as I've been saying for quite some time now, since the since they beat the Bills, that there's no reason why you can't discuss the Denver Broncos in the playoffs. Zach Seegers posted this on his Twitter account. He said, per the New York Times playoff simulator, the Broncos have a 52% chance at the playoffs and a 12% chance at the division. If they go 3-1 and one the rest of the way, with the loss being to the Lions, they'll have a 96% chance at going to the playoffs. 3-1 and one with the loss against an AFC team, and they'll have an 85% chance. So there, there's a lot of hope in there, a lot of potential. We'll see what happens. You never freaking know. They could implode, or they could find an extra gear. Next thing you know, boom, what the fuck is up with the Broncos? And they're just dominating. It could happen. It could. I could also grow an extra seven inches, but I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> but there's more There's more likelihood that the Broncos could make the playoffs and win the division. How freaking wild would that be if somehow the Broncos end up winning the division? Because the Kansas City Chiefs lose to the Buffalo Bills last night, and Patrick Mahomes just epically just melted down one of his receivers was obviously offsides his foot is like slightly over the line you can see it and even if you look at the picture and you remove the blue line and you look at the hash marks you realize he's a lot further over than it actually seems compared to the blue line he's clearly offsides and they would have scored if that play would have counted. But it didn't. It got called back. So Patrick Mahomes you know, flips his shit, and at one point it looks like he's going to go try to fight the ref. It's just absurd. Absurd. And after the game, he sees Josh Allen, the quarterback for the Bills, and Instead of saying good game or anything like that, he's just like, that was the worst fucking call I've ever heard. I'd play you the audio, but it, it's really kind of hard to hear. But you you can hear him. But it's just like, oh, it was the worst fucking call. Can't believe it. Blah, blah, blah. It's bad for football. Some sh- shit like that. Just being a, a fucking baby. Fucking baby. Now, here's Patrick Mahomes at the podium after the game. I mean, it's I mean, obviously tough to swallow. Um <laughs> I mean, not, not only for, for me, but just for football in general. I mean, just to take away greatness like that. I mean, for a guy like Travis to make a play like that. And who knows if we win. But as I know as fans, you want to see the guys on the field decide the game. And that's why last week I didn't say anything about the flag. They didn't get called on the Marquez. And so, I mean, I, it, I mean, they're human, man. They make mistakes. Yeah, they are human. They do make mistakes. But guess what? You made a mistake. Patrick, come on, man. You screwed up. You overreacted without seeing the actual evidence. You were consumed by the environment of Kansas City fans going, ah, shit, boo, fuck this. And they're mad. The stadium's going crazy. Guess what? You were wrong, Patrick. Now a lot of people are like, well, um, Von Miller was offsides at one point, blah, 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 whatever. Here's the thing. I hate when this shit happens to the team I follow, where 
if this was a Bronco game and the Broncos lost because of some some receiver being off sides, dude, if that was the Broncos, I'd be like, I don't I don't I don't understand why you're arguing this, Patrick, and any Chiefs fan. You could sit there and go, well, maybe Von Miller was off sides at one point too. Yeah, maybe he was. They didn't call it. But they called this one. Quit fucking crying. If this was the Denver Broncos and it was the exact same scenario, looking at the evidence, I mean, like, that motherfucker was off sides. God damn it. Broncos should have won. Blah, blah, blah. Instead, it's like, no fair. You call the penalty on us. Oh, my God. Did you see how hard we tried? We could have won the game. Jesus, man. Patrick, I get it. You didn't get your way. You were hoping the refs would be in your back pocket, and they weren't. Guess what? That's shit. That's the game. It sucks when it happens to you, and it's great when it happens for you. Like, if if, if it would have been flip-flopped and that was the Bills, you'd be like, hey, guys, that's the game. That, them's the breaks. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes has lost a lot of credibility because of the way he's acting after that loss. I get it. You're a competitor. You want to win. But the way you acted and the way you tried to go after the referees and other people, man, bad luck. Bad luck. I'm not saying go out there and burn his jersey. But, dude, accept the fact that the guy was off sides. If, if I don't hit stop on this episode today, and pull up social media. And if I don't see an apology from Patrick Mahomes of him going, you know what? I way overreacted. I was wrong. I can't believe I did that. My apologies to everybody. If I don't see that, he's a worthless piece of shit. Sorry. He has a lot of talent. And he'll he'll move on from this. But I will always remember him acting like a fucking little baby. Like a two-year-old that didn't get his way. I have two kids. They're growing growing up now, but I remember those days when they don't get a toy at the store. <laughs> well, go shit your pants in the corner, Patrick. We don't care. You lost. And there's no reason why you should be complaining about that guy being off sides when he was clearly off sides. You think he wasn't, but you're a fucking idiot if you think he was. Wait, I said that way wrong. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? I, I lost my way. Listen, I screwed up just then. Patrick, guess what? I screwed up. I admit it. How about that? Ooh, is that groundbreaking for you? We all fuck up sometimes. The best thing for Patrick Mahomes right now is to come out and admit it. Because right now... He's just looking like a total douchebag. I get it. If that was my team, I'd be pissed. But I wouldn't be pissed at the refs because I'm looking at the thing. He's clearly fucking off sides. He's just making himself look look, look like a tool. My God. Speaking of crying, I was watching the Squid Games, the challenge. (laughs) I was watching it last night. Because we just started, we're like three episodes in or something like that. And the amount of people that are fucking crying hysterically in this show is ridiculous. I know it's been on for like a couple weeks, but man, 
I'm watching it and I'm like, that's like Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> this one guy, I'll tell you this real quick. I haven't finished the show yet. Although I know who won because like all these news outlets posted like who won. I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? It just ended. Like, well, so-and-so won and she hasn't received her $4.5 million or whatever it is. Not a cent. But I'm watching this and there's this guy tries to make some sort of deal with a bunch of the other leaders of the, the contestants. Like, you know, that there's always like, they had broke him up into four people and he's just like, he's trying to make this, just this stand and be like this alliance of like, okay, if I pick this, you guys are going to help me out and blah, 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 blah. But he didn't know how the game was working really. So he did this and he picks the hardest one. And I've never seen this before. And I don't know what I would do if I saw it in person. He was so upset with how he handled the situation and realized that he fucked up so bad that he was holding back the vomit constantly. He was, and then he was crying too, like a little fucking baby. <laughs> He's just like, <laughs> and everybody's looking at him like, is the motherfucker going to throw up? <laughs> and he's like, oh, <laughs> It's so bad. If you if you ever watch it, it's the one where they're trying to do the cookies, where they're trying to cut out the cookies. Obviously, not like the original show. This is like the challenge where it's real people and they don't actually get shot. They don't die. They have like this little squid ink uh, packs that explode if you're eliminated type of thing. Instead of getting shot with bullets, it's 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 the compromise, I guess. But oh my God, I was like, I'm watching this after the game last night. And I'm like, dude, this is like totally Patrick Mahomes. He's crying over everything. Only Mahomes was just like having a temper tantrum, throwing his helmet and stuff like that. These guys were just emotional, which it just seems over the top. But then I guess if if you're trying to do these difficult tasks as far as the squid game, the challenge, and, and if you win it at all, that's like $4.5 million. That's a lot of freaking money. Even a million dollars is a lot of money to most people. So I get it, but then I don't get it. I don't know. If, I, I don't know. I don't. But looking at some of the challenges, it, it would be very stressful. But I would love to try them. If somebody's going to do a Denver or just a Colorado Squid Games, sign me up. I want to try it. Just to say I did. I don't plan on winning. <laughs> I don't. Let's be honest. Um, but I think it would be fun to try just to see how well you could do because those games are just insane. But anyway, thank you guys so much for joining the show. Really appreciate it. If you want to interact with the show, I love it when you do. Send me an email, dehuffpodcast at gmail.com, or you can hit me up on socials at dehuffpodcast. And you can interact with me there as well. So thank you guys so much for so supporting the show. Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe if you haven't done so already. If you're able, please go ahead and give a, a nice review. Big thanks to Sugar Fire in Westminster, as well as Superbook Sports Colorado. It's to Huff Uncensored. Have an amazing day. I just ran my face into the microphone. <laughs> Ow, that hurt my ears. Sorry if it hurt yours. Sorry, I'm stupid. 
Hey, also, just a reminder, try not to smuggle any sea cucumbers today. <laughs> Last week was otters. This week, it's sea cucumbers. What the hell? What's going on here, people? And don't Google uh, sea cucumbers at work. You're going to get in trouble, okay? Even though it's a real thing, a real animal, somebody's going to get offended, okay? You know who it is. It's that one it's that one guy down there who's going to be offended because, it's good. listen, I'm going to mix two stories here. It's going to be a guy named Kyle that in the cubicle next to you who's going to see it. He's going to get offended by its size and go, that sea cucumber is too big. It's bigger than me. And then you're just going to stand up and say, shut the fuck up, Kyle. <laughs> On that note, have an amazing day. Uh, let's continue to move forward. I'll talk to you next time.